the January 6th commission has started their hearings. And it's everything everyone thought it would be. Everyone was bitching and moaning about it. And there's a reason they were bitching and moaning about it. But here's the thing. Uh, it seems that a recent poll shows that people actually wanted something a little bit different. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So today I only have one story, and of course I've got to do the TikTok thing, because the TikTok thing is kind of fun for me. Um, but the problem is I have a ton of audio here, and we can't miss it. We're going we're gonna to talk about this January 6th commission and I'm going to show you just why no one should be listening to this bloody thing. And not to mention, tomorrow we're off. I, we're actually, I'm getting ready. I know this is a little earlier than I usually do a podcast. That's because we've got my sister-in-law to bury today. So it's going to be today and tomorrow. So it's going to be kind of a long week. But I should be back on Friday. Uh, nothing's really changed. So this... January 6th commission. By the way, I, I'm going to say this about 12 times in this thing. They already did an investigation. It was a nonpartisan, independent investigation, and they already came up with the results in like a 200-page report. Basically, that report blamed uh, the leadership, the police leadership, and Nancy Pelosi for this whole thing not happening on January 6th. So right off the bat, we already know what's going on, but for some reason, the Democrats felt they need to have a, another commission and they need to really investigate this because don't forget, this is worse than 911, the Civil War, World War I and World War II all put together. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Well... So, I think we can sum up the January 6th Democratic Commission with Adam Schiff. Because, I honestly, I think I could end the podcast today by just saying, here is the January 6th Commission in a nutshell. Sir, thank you. Um, I believe in this country, and I believe in it because of people like you. Uh, who understand what the flag means and what our Constitution means and risk their lives to defend it. I'd like to thank, uh, uh, as Amanda Gorman so eloquently said, uh, that we're not broken, we're just unfinished. Because if we're no longer committed to a peaceful transfer of power after our elections, uh, if our side doesn't win, then God help us. We deem elections illegitimate merely because they didn't go our way rather than trying to do better the next time. God help us. And if we're so driven by bigotry and hate that we attack our fellow citizens as traitors, if they're born in another country or they don't look like us, and God help us. But I have faith because of folks like you. And uh, Adam, I didn't expect this would be quite so much later, but it must be an Adam thing today. Uh, but I'm 
So grateful to all of you. And with that, Mr. Chairman, I yield back. What an absolute load of BS. A few things here. First off, this is a guy who... Okay, let, let's get to the point. Um, there was a peaceful transfer of power after a two-hour delay. That's essentially what we were looking at. President Trump is no longer president. On January 20th, they certified the election. It's over. Joe Biden has been president for eight months and has basically spent a lot of time jacking the country up. So as far as if we can't have a transfer, peaceful transfer of power, where is our country going? Yeah, okay, we had a peaceful transfer of power. And this is coming from a guy who was talking about impeaching President Trump in 2016 before President Trump had become president and then spent over four years. Because don't forget, they decided to impeach President Trump after he was no longer president. So I don't want to hear much about the peaceful transfer of power. I really don't. I think it's disgusting. I mean, and this really looked, I'm sorry, it's really hard to believe that Adam Schiff is actually crying looking at, he, he's got those bulging eyes. I don't know what the story is with the bulging eyes, but he's got those bulging eyes so that he looks up and then suddenly you just get knocked back by those eyes. I, I, I think he's got some sort of disability or something. I also want to point out, and you're going to hear this again with Adam Kins, Kinzinger, um, politicians crying looks like theater. Politicians don't care. Politicians showing emotion looks like theater, and I just don't buy it, ever. If Republicans do it, I don't buy it. Now, if he's talking about his son who died, got it. That I, I, I could see that. But, I mean, crying over, it's, it's crap. And don't tell me he's crying over the fact that our Constitution, our democracy, or our democratic republic was threatened. Because he doesn't care about that. He threatens our Democratic Republic. He did it for five years when Trump was elected. So spare me the crocodile tears. It just doesn't mean anything to me. Now, the Republicans only have two people on this committee. Don't forget, Nancy Pelosi rejected two Republicans that were recommended for this committee. Jim Jordan, and I can't remember the other guy's name. But Jim Jordan would have just torn people apart and would have asked the questions. But there are no questions to ask. There are no questions that are going to be asked. So the two they put on was Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, who both, who both are actually Democrats in guise of a Republican. So Adam Kinzinger, who's really another anti-Trump Republican, basically decided to Throw on the crocodile tears, too. Thank you to our witnesses. Uh, I never expected a day to be <clears throat> quite as emotional for me as it has been. Uh, I've talked to a number of you and gotten to know you. I think it's important to tell you right now, though. You guys may, like, individually feel a little broken. You guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with, and, you know, you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. 
guys help? You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. We're defined by how we come back from bad days, how we take accountability for that. And for all the overheated rhetoric surrounding this committee, our mission is very simple. It's to find the truth, and it's to ensure accountability. Like most Americans, I'm frustrated that six months after a deadly insurrection breached the United States Capitol for several hours on live television, we still don't know exactly what happened. Why? Because many in my party have treated this as just another partisan fight. It's toxic, and it's a disservice to the officers and their families, to the staff and the employees on the Capitol complex, to the American people who deserve the truth, and to those generations before us who went to war to defend self-governance, because self-governance is at stake. And it's why I agreed to serve on this committee. I want to know what happened that day, but more importantly, I want all Americans to be able to trust the work this committee does and get the facts out there free of conspiracy. This cannot continue to be a partisan fight. I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative. But in order to heal from the damage caused that day, we need to call out the facts. It's time to stop the outrage and the conspiracies that fuel the violence and division in this country. And most importantly, we need to reject those that promote it. Okay, the crying thing looks extremely inauthentic. I hate this. I hate when politicians do it. Um, a couple of uh, other pundits actually talked, used to stick the... Corleone scene where he says, act like a man, act like a man. This is not how you were raised. It's pretty much right on. By the way, this guy, who will not be elected in the next election cycle, uh, you can count on Cheney and um, and Kensing, Kensington or whatever his name is. They will not be elected again. They're done. This guy was never in danger and he didn't see crap. That's a reality. But he does hate Trump and that's why it's important to have him on the committee. The other thing is, this wasn't an insurrection. It was bad. It was ugly. It was violent. But it was not an insurrection. I can even tell you this was not even the worst thing that's ever happened on the Capitol. Nobody is being charged with sedition. No one is being charged with treason. They're being charged with theft, trespassing, and destruction of property. That's all. The first guy who did this was prosecuted. He got eight months in jail. That's it. This was deadly. He's right. But it was deadly because a Trump supporter died. By the way, the only person who died in this whole thing was a Trump supporter. Ashley Babbitt. She was killed. She was the only one killed. The other five that the Democrats keep pushing, they died of natural causes or suicide. So this is not a thing. And they love bringing up that Signet guy who died of a stroke three days later. They said he was killed. They are still saying he was killed. They said in excuse me, the testimony, he was killed inside the Capitol. 
is never killed inside the, never killed inside the Capitol. We do know what happened right now. There was a report released. There was not enough security on the Capitol, and when requested, Nancy Pelosi froze and refused to bring any more security. Then you had the other Republican, Liz Cheney, and she's just awful. Now, she's always been very conservative. She's been like her father, Dick Cheney, very conservative. And she voted with Trump's policies probably 90, 95% of the time. But she hated Trump. And I don't blame her for hating Trump. You can hate Trump. But it, hating the person and hating the policies of the person are two totally different things. But she hated Trump so much, we can never have another Trump guy there. And so that's why Nancy Pelosi picked her and actually let her lead off with the opening statement. <clears throat> this is why Nancy Pelosi can go up there with a straight face and say, hey, this is a nonpartisan, this is a bipartisan commission. Because she has the only two Republicans that absolutely hate Trump on the commission. So let's listen to her opening statement. And you tell me what you think. Um, every American, I hope, will be able to hear your testimony today uh, and will watch the videos. Uh, the videos show uh, the unbelievable violence uh, and the inexcusable and intolerable cruelty that, that you all faced. And people need to know the truth. I want to begin by reflecting briefly on the investigation that we're launching today. Every one of us here on the dais voted for and would have preferred that these matters be investigated by an independent nonpartisan commission composed of five prominent Americans selected by each party and modeled on the 9-11 commission. Although such a commission was opposed by my own leadership in the House, it overwhelmingly passed with the support of 35 Republican members. It was defeated by Republicans in the Senate. And that leaves us where we are today. We cannot leave the violence of January 6th and its causes uninvestigated. The American people deserve the full and open testimony of every person with knowledge of the planning and preparation for January 6th. We must know what happened here at the Capitol. We must also know what happened every minute of that day in the White House. Every phone call, every conversation, every meeting, leading up to, during, and after the attack. Honorable men and women have an obligation to step forward. If those responsible are not held accountable, and if Congress does not act responsibly, this will remain a cancer on our constitutional republic, undermining the peaceful transfer of power at the heart of our democratic system. We will face the threat of more violence in the months to come, and another January 6th every four years. Okay, uh, first off, can you see now this is not a bipartisan commission? This is us against them commission. Republicans, real Republicans, not Liz Cheney, not the other guy, are not on this commission. People who don't agree with Nancy Pelosi's theories are not on the commission. None of the important questions are going to be asked. The independent report that hap uh, independent report of the January sixth uh, of January sixth 
is not going to be brought up here. And again, demonizing of Republicans. Because she got all her Republican jobs, her leadership, she was actually in Republican leadership. Everything was stripped from her. This is going to be nothing but a show. And we haven't even listened to any of the clips of any of the witnesses because they were a show. This was a completely scripted commission. Nothing here was really bizarre. And here's the thing. There are thousands of hours of audio and video, yet all they presented yesterday was cut video. And we're gonna, I'm going to bring this up again because some of the some of the accusations, yeah, no, I think those are lies. And I think they're lies because of the people who are bringing them up and the fact that uh, we should have seen some of that in the video. This is nothing but a partisan fishing expedition that's made to demonize Donald Trump and all other Republicans, all other conservatives. I didn't see this because I don't watch CNN and MSNBC, and that's really the only stations that were running this stuff. I could only handle CNN and MSNBC in small doses. It's just that bad. But I'm pretty sure not a lot of people actually watch this. Well, if we look at CNN and MSNBC's ratings, we know nobody actually watched this. Heck, C-SPAN put it on their third channel. It wasn't even in their two two top channels. So you go figure it out. The committee met for two hours yesterday. That's it. And interviewed four police officers. Michael Fanone, Fanone or Fanone, Akilo Ganell, I, I hope I pronounced that, Daniel Hodges, and Harry Dunn, who was the, he was the encore. He, yeah, he was a piece of work. According to CNN, there were a few things the committee was trying to bring out. And I can't believe CNN actually said this. They brought out that the police were victims and they were there to protect and serve. That's a laugh. When have you heard any Democrats say anything about the police being good people and protecting to serve? What about the hundreds of police officers last summer that were assaulted? And did you hear anything about them being protecting and serving? Did you hear anything about them being victims? Of course not. You heard they were racist. You're going to hear about how there's racism, that this group was racist. They'll present no witnesses. They'll only present verbal testimony. And again, thousands of hours of audio, thousands of hours of video, we're not, and they did not find any of these incidences. They present first-hand accounts of violence, which I'm sure there was. I have no doubt there was. This was not a good thing. But again, this is to impact more emotional than anything else, because we already know there was violence. And this is supposed to be a bipartisan condemnation of Republicans because two pseudo-Republicans are on the committee. And they bring that up. The witnesses sit there and do nothing 
but compliment Cheney and uh, the other guy, whose name I'm just, uh, Kinzinger, whose name I'm never going to remember. Okay, so the first guy is Michael Fanone, or Fanone. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. So here's his first statement, first clip of his statement and eventually found myself out probably about 250, maybe 300 feet away from the mouth of the tunnel where the other officers were at. And uh, I knew that I was in, I was up shit creek without a paddle. Um, I was trying to push guys off of me, create some space. Uh, all the while, I recognized the fact that uh, there were individuals that were trying to grab a hold of my gun. I remember one of them distinctly lunging at me time and time again, trying to grab my gun. And I heard people in the crowd yelling, get his gun, uh, kill him with his own gun, and words to that effect. Um, I thought about using my weapon. I believe that there were individuals in the crowd whose intentions were uh, to kill me. And I came to that conclusion because of the fact that uh, separated from these other officers uh, who are only trying to defend the Capitol, I no longer posed any type of threat, uh, nor was I uh, an impediment to them, um, you know, going inside of the building. Uh, but yet they tortured me. They beat me. Uh, I was struck with a taser device at the base of my skull numerous times. And they continued to do so uh, until I yelled out that I have kids. Uh, and I said that hoping to appeal to some of their, uh, some of those individuals' humanity. Um, and fortunately, a few did step in uh, and intervene on my behalf. Um, they did assist me back towards the mouth of the tunnel entrance, and uh, other officers were then able to uh, rescue me and pull me back inside. But at that point, I was unconscious. And uh, based off the uh, body-worn camera footage, um, it's believed that I was unconscious for approximately four minutes. Okay, these cops always seem to rather used rather poor language, and I'm not going to edit that stuff. This is actually from news sources. In this case, it was from Vox.com. Now, I, I will say, I'm pretty sure he's not lying here, or not exaggerating. But here's the question I do have. Why didn't he use his gun if it was that bad? Isn't that what he's trained for? Um, With that, I'm kind of skeptical that his life was in that level of danger. But he does also admit that not all the rioters were violent. They actually were pro-cop. And they were ready to help him. But that's not the image the left wants. The left wants Fanon to make things clear. He gets on track with the left's narrative and though I did not hear the actual question, I'm sure it was a leading question. Because that's what the Democrats do. What makes the struggle harder and more painful is to know so many of my fellow citizens, including so many of the people I put my life 
at risk to defend are downplaying or outright denying what happened. I feel like I went to hell and back to protect them and the people in this room. But too many are now telling me that hell doesn't exist or that hell actually wasn't that bad. The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful. My law enforcement career prepared me to cope with some of the aspects of this experience. Being an officer, you know your life is at risk whenever you walk out the door, even if you don't expect otherwise law-abiding citizens to take up arms against you. But nothing, truly nothing, has prepared me to address those elected members of our government who continue to deny the events of that day. And in doing so, betray their oath of office. That was an awesome acting job. I, I really like the fist pounding, which, by the way, the fist didn't pound in conjunction with the statement. So you could tell this guy is not an actor. <coughs> Listen, no one is denying the events of that day. They were bad. They were terrible. But then again, two things can be true at once. The, the, the events of that day were really terrible. They were a black eye in our, they will be a black eye in our uh, history. But no one betrayed his oath of office. I, and they, the right is just not verifying, not buying the narrative that the left is pushing, which is to demonize people that this guy is actually demonizing right now. That the fact that Biden did get certified seems to be forgotten. Finally, who's worse here? The Republicans who think this is political exploitation by the left or Nancy Pelosi, who I'm beginning to think probably did this intentionally, didn't call for more security earlier. Which, by the way, was in that last report. Just watching this guy, we can see where this whole thing is going. There's not going to be any objective facts in this whole thing. It's going to be about their feelings. It's going to be about their fears. There aren't going to be any questions about the facts of the case. And you saw that in the opening statements when everyone was freaking crying. So we're not going to see the questions. This is not going to be a fact-finding mission. The next guy is a guy named Achilleo Gonell. I, I butchered that name. Achilleo Gonell? I don't know what his name is, but he's another cop. This is what he had to say. Um, and so, uh, Officer Gonell, when you um, think Sorry. about that and, and share with us the vivid memory of, of the cruelty and the violence of the assault that day, um, and then you hear uh, former President Trump say, quote, it was a loving crowd. There was a lot of love in the crowd. H how does that make you feel? It's upsetting. It's a pathetic excuse for his behavior for something that he himself helped to create. This monstrosity. I'm still recovering from those hugs and kisses that day that he claimed that so many rioters, terrorists, were assaulting us that day. If that was hugs and kisses, then 
we should all go to his house and do the same thing to him. To me, it's insulting, it's demoralizing, uh, because everything that we did was to prevent everyone in the capital from getting hurt. And what he was doing, instead of sending the military, instead of sending the support or telling his people, his supporter, to stop this nonsense, he egged them to continue fighting. I was in the lowest West Terrace fighting alongside these officers. And all of them, all of them were telling us, Trump sent us. Nobody else, there was nobody else. It was not Antifa. It was not Black Lives Matters. It was not the FBI. It was his supporter that he sent them over to the Capitol that day. And he could have done a lot of things. One of them was to tell him to stop. He talks about sacrificing sacrifices. Well, not the only thing that he has sacrificed is the institutions of the country and the country itself only for his ego because he wants to continue. Do want to he wants the job, but he doesn't want to do the job. And that's a shame on him and himself. That was a great leading question. Great leading question. Now, I, I, I'll tell you, Liz Cheney's a terrible human being, and I can't wait till she loses her seat. This was a question based on a lie. And you, you hear a lot of that garbage in this whole thing. Um, President Trump said they were the people who were loving people were the people at his rally, not the ones that were actually breaking into the Capitol. As a matter of fact, President Trump didn't say anything about the people that were breaking into the Capitol, which was a big mistake he made, and which is one they keep jumping on. So right off the bat, she's basing that question on a lie. And so the question is irrelevant, and she's a liar. And I, I got to tell you, I really don't care what this guy thinks about it, feels about anything. This is supposed to be an evidentiary hearing. They're supposed to find information about what happened. Not what someone subjectively felt about something. And I definitely don't care about this guy's politics. This guy's politics are irrelevant. I'll go even so far, I'll say this, I'll say this, he doesn't sound smart enough to really know anything politically. Could, could this thing have been any more scripted? The hugs and kisses thing just shows that when he was responding. It looked like these guys are actually, re they got the questions, they definitely got the questions before this whole hearing. But they're responding as if this thing is whole, if this whole thing is scripted. And by the way, I want to give hugs and kisses to Trump like he gave to us. So he is saying that violence should be done to Trump? I mean... The hatred the guy has for Trump is obvious. This is not a nonpartisan. This is not a neutral party. And why would this guy think that Trump is supposed to send the army to the Capitol building? Newsflash, that's Nancy Pelosi's job, and she failed at it. 
This is another demonization of Republicans, conservatives, and Trump supporters, and Trump himself. That's what this is. And this is why I was against this commission. The whole goal of the Democrats is to make Republicans into evil people. By the way, why am I so against this? Why is it so dangerous? This is how gulags are built, and this is how genocides start. If your opponent is evil, why is it a bad thing to kill them? The next clip comes from Daniel Hodges, the third officer, and he basically is given a question from Jamie Raskin, who is just the scum of the earth. Uh, he was one of the lead attorneys for the second Trump impeachment. Very leading question. And this is an interesting one only because it really shows how this whole thing is not taken seriously and how this whole thing is completely scripted. Listen to this. I noted that you referred to terrorists or terrorism 15 different times to describe the people who were assaulting officers, dragging them through the crowd, stealing their weapons, smashing them over the head, gouging eyes, and so on. Um, however, some of our colleagues have been calling the violent insurrectionists not terrorists, but tourists. Why do you call the attackers terrorists and what do you think about our colleagues who think we should call them tourists well if that's what american tourists are like i can see why foreign countries don't like american tourists <laughs> some of that's true some of it's not i'm talking about the question but again um they don't show any video of any of that. They've got thousands of hours of video. And they show no video of any of that. So, Jamie Raskin's a freaking liar. The other thing is that, um, again, none of these guys have been charged with sedition, treason, or even assault. That might be a sad thing, because I think some of them should be charged with assault. And even assault with intent to kill. But, Nobody has been charged with assault. No one's been charged with treason. No one's been charged with sedition. So his question is based on a lie, which makes his question, honestly, irrelevant. And tourists? I don't remember anyone saying anything about tourists. I do remember someone saying that the Capitol Police were letting people into the Capitol like they were tourists. Again, a lie. And, the ver and a very scripted answer. That little joke at the very end proved it. And they're all laughing. So, you know, I'm sorry. You guys can't take this seriously? You see, And finally he sits there and says, well, if they're tourists. Now I see why no one likes American tourists. Yeah, again, Americans are bad. That's what it comes down to. Americans are bad. People don't like American tourists not because they're rude. People don't like American tourists because they have money. Because countries we go to, we have things they do not. Thank you, capitalism. Thank you, uh, the free market. That's why they don't like us. But I, I think the coup de grace 
of interviews came from Harry Dunn. Uh, I he was probably the worst of the group. We're going to talk about why in a second. He's just, this is a terrible human being. And I, I don't give a damn what this guy's got to say. Especially with what's going around Twitter right now. So let's listen to his first statement. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are being lauded as courageous heroes. And while I agree with that notion, why? Because they told the truth? Why is telling the truth hard? I guess in this America, it is. Us four officers, we would do January 6th all over again. We wouldn't stay home because we knew it was going to happen. We would show up. That's courageous. That's heroic. So what I ask from you all is to get to the bottom of what happened. And that includes, like, I echo the sentiments of all of the other officers sitting here. I use an analogy to describe what I want as a hitman. If a hitman is hired and he kills somebody, the hitman goes to jail. But not only does the hitman go to jail, but the person who hired them does. There was an attack carried out on January 6th, and a hitman sent them. I want you to get to the bottom of that. Thank you. The butt kissing is disgusting. I'm sure Kinzinger and Cheney knew this was going to happen, and they they want it. They want it. I mean, I'm sure this is going to give Liz Cheney another two years in uh, on CNN. She'll end up being a pundit, a quote conservative end quote pundit on CNN. So I really think that is disgusting. And then this guy compares Donald Trump and other Republicans to hitmen? Again, if this is this has already been investigated and it was found that no, it, no that didn't happen. Basically, we're not only going to demonize Trump and the Republicans in Congress, we're going to demonize everybody. Everybody who got near or believes in the Republican Party, believes in conservatism, is a hitman. And everybody who sat back and disagreed with Trump losing the election is the guy who contracted him. Now, let's give you a little little thing on Harry Dunn, a little bit of information on Harry Dunn. He's a Black Lives Matter supporter. Yes, he's a Capitol Police officer, officer who supports Black Lives Matter. That's fine. But that does not make him a non-partial witness. There are pictures of him all over the internet holding up Black Lives Matter signs at protests. This is not a good one. But that's not why they, why they brought him on there. And of course, that will never be brought up. Jim Jordan is there. He's going to say, wait, isn't this you at a Black Lives Matter protest? This is a guy who wants to tear down the system, who is part of the system. And I said this more. If you're part of the system and the system is racist, you're a racist. But he dropped a bombshell. I just want to warn you. 
that the language is explicit. So if you have kids, you probably don't want those kids to hear this. Here it is. One woman in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, You hear that, guys? This nigger voted for Joe Biden. Then the crowd, perhaps around 20 people, joined in screaming, Boo! Fucking nigger! No one had ever, ever called me a nigger while wearing the uniform of a Capitol Police officer. In the days following the attempted insurrection, other black officers shared with me their own stories of racial abuse on January 6th. One officer told me he had never, and in his, his entire 40 years of life, been called a nigger to his face, and that streak ended on January 6th. Yet another black officer later told me he had been cr confronted by insurrectionists in the Capitol who told him, put your gun down and we'll show you what kind of nigger you really are. Alex, I'll take that. I'll take that was BS for $500. Hey, you know something? First question I had when this whole I listened to this cut is who the hell knew he voted for Joe Biden? Okay, that's BS part number one that I didn't hear anyone question. Then there are thousands of hours of audio and video and not one clip heard anyone say the N-word or anything like that. I'm sorry, the N-word is used by some people, but it's not really standard English anymore. No one uses it. Well, not no one uses it, but most people don't use it. There are people who do. I will give you that, but that's just not common language anymore. It really isn't. This was important testimony to the left, though. It was important testimony because this whole thing was racist. And that's the worst thing you can do. And let's not forget something. This guy's a BLM supporter. He believes the entire country is racist. All the systems, even the systems he belongs to, are racist. This guy should not be taken seriously at all. And I don't think he was. No one actually saw this whole thing. So here are some things we've learned from this. First off, this is nothing more than a partisan hit job. Nothing more. Sorry. This is made to demonize anyone who doesn't agree with the left. No facts are going to come up here. And the Democrats are using this to deflect from their failures of Joe Biden, especially before the 2022 elections, because right now they're getting killed. The polls show all the Republicans need to do now is shut up and say, look, look at them. Don't vote for anything the Democrats want. If one or two squish Republicans want to do it, let them. Effing up the country, and they should know this. I also think it's funny that the Democrats, all of who want, all of whom want to defund the police, are suddenly thinking the police are heroes. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing, and for the most part, they are. But I think it's funny that oh well, all of last year during the riots, 
everyone wanted to, every police officer was a racist. Every, the black police officers were racist. Now they're heroes? The one thing is also to uh, ignore the objective report that blamed Capitol Police leadership and Nancy, Washington, D.C. police leadership and Nancy Pelosi for these attacks because people told her this was going to be, there was going to be an attack. They knew it. They had intelligence on it, and no one did anything. And then during the attacks, nobody did anything. And by the way, anyone that could have done something about it, they were all blue. They were all Democrats. Nancy Pelosi, that moron mayor from Washington, D.C., and you you got to blame Nancy Pelosi for not calling in the National Guard. You've got to blame Nancy Pelosi for not calling in extra Capitol Police because Nancy Pelosi is actually in charge of that. There will be absolutely no mention of Antifa and BLM riots of last summer. Most people, well over 70% of people, want that investigated. That was released in a poll this week. And by the way, this attack on the Capitol was not the worst attack on the Capitol. I know this is a talking point. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst attack since 1812. It wasn't. A heck, in the 60s, the Capitol building was blown up twice to protest the Vietnam War. And where did that come from? So this is all garbage. Now, I know I'm running late, and I'm going to continue to run late. Uh, you know, maybe I have to do this an hour. I have no idea. But this vid, this TikTok video is just hysterical. And it's hysterical. It's a 10-second video, for Christ's sake. I couldn't have picked a better one. Uh, but we, we, can't, we can't ignore it. So let's just listen to this broad and get into it a little bit. Have you noticed that the same people telling us to move on from the attempted coup on January 6th still haven't gotten over losing the civil war it's weird god people are so dumb um republican uh, this guy who started the civil war is abe lincoln who was a republican and he meant to end slavery democrats were the ones who resisted and it was the democrats that lost the civil war so who didn't get over what now god this just Jesus Christ, 10 seconds, and you just realize this person's a complete freaking moron and probably a teacher. She looks old enough. She's probably a teacher. Okay, uh, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com to take a look at all of the clips. Hope you guys have a great day. This is Jeannie, and you listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics.